Welcome back to a new year of Nota Bene. I am pumped for the new year. We got Nate Freeman coming to us, driving the highways and byways of America. I see it in the car there, buddy. What is going on, Nate Freeman? Happy fucking new year. Happy new year, Ben. And I am pleased to report that I am deep in the heart of Texas, making a road trip from New York to Los Angeles. Currently in the car right now, actually. Just just driving and pod. I mean, he's not driving for the record. I believe you're being driven at the present moment. <laughs> I don't want to get the... the, the... But, uh, what if I were? Well, listen, you know, you, you get a safe German automobile, I'm sure. I see Butter the dog in the backseat. I know with your beautiful yep. wife, Lucy. Mm -hmm. You guys are heading to L.A. I know you've been drip. You've been you've been you went down the Atlantic seaboard. Uh, from what I can tell, where you had Christmas in where D.C. area? Yeah, in D.C. and then made our way down, you know, the southern route. So we did. DC to Richmond, Durham, North Carolina, home of Duke University. Is that, a public, is that a public school? It is not a public school. It's a private institution. Huh. It's not a public school. Never heard of just it. Just the facts. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then from Durham, went to Charlotte, North Carolina, home of the Mint Museum, home of uh, some really, really great little chicken shacks that we went to from uh, Charlotte, made our way to Atlanta, Georgia, from Atlanta, went to Montgomery, Alabama, after Montgomery, Mobile, Alabama, and then uh, New Orleans, and then after New Orleans, Lafayette, Louisiana, after Lafayette, Beaumont, Texas, then on to Houston, Texas, now we're going to Austin. Wow. Well, I can't believe you can afford to do this with the price of gas in Joe Biden's America. Yeah, well, much like everything else in Texas, there's a lot of freedom and a lot of cheap gas, so we just <laughs> gas her up. I mean, Texas goes forever when you drive across the country. We're going to be in Texas for another week, which is wild. Like, That's, we're just like, it's just crazy. I mean, you are taking the scenic route, so that makes sense. Did you uh, Did you stop uh, in Atlanta? Did you make it to the High Museum? Absolutely. What a fabulous I've never museum. been. What's it like? What's I, the building I've like? never been before uh, until a few days ago. It's just, it's got a fantastic collection, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, artists of the South, a lot of, uh, you know, African-American artists, but also what I found just remarkable uh, was the way in which the contemporary collection sort of blended in with their amazing collection of folk art and outsider art, uh, also mostly artists from the sound, uh, in a way that just was very seamless and informed each other. And it was a really, really incredible display. Um, got ahead to the High Museum for a really amazing just experience. Very cool. Any other contemporary art stops along your way thus far? Well, I mentioned Duke. We went to the Nasher. Of course. Uh, what did they have up at the Nashville? Do they do they have any just the collection show, or did they have uh, anything yeah, specific? Oh uh, yeah, some really really great collection shows up. Uh, you know, the, the Trevor Schumacher at the, the Nashville has been really uh, a force in collecting some of the best artists of our time. Um, and that's well, you know, as much as I like but... looking at the art in museums, I love looking at the wall labels to see who has mm -hmm. donated what. Uh, it's a mm -hmm. something of an occupational hazard, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, did, did you no, see see any notable names that pop out to you in your memory? It's so funny that you asked uh, that because I did, and it was at the High Museum in Atlanta. I would say easily a dozen works that were on view at the High Museum were donated by none other than Alex Katz, the artist, which was really cool. Yeah, he has something of a, of a, I'm not sure if you'd call it a program, but I know he is very supportive of younger artists or artists across the board in buying and always donating directly to different museums. I didn't know he yeah. had. Does he have an association with Atlanta? He's not a Southern gentleman. No, he's not. Uh, I think that he just loves the museum. He has a few works of his own that are in the collection, and they were on view. 
Um, but there was also works by Laura Owens and Jamie and Giuliano Villani uh, that, that were, were donated by Alex. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. interesting. Very cool, right? Yeah. Um, and a few others. Also, uh, so that that was actually something that I did notice and I was very, very impressed by. Um, just the, the sort of scope of his, his donations to that museum were really, really impressive. Um, yeah, see, that's why I always look at the wall label, because it tells you there's obviously a visual story that's told by a museum, but there's a, there's a substructural story about kind of mm -hmm. what's going on underneath when you look at those labels. Well, you know, and then yesterday we went to the Mill Collection in Houston, uh, designed by Renzo Piano, one of the country's great, great museums. Uh, really stunning. Obviously, the works there are all from the family, uh, so it's not yeah, quite as one of the great museums. One of the great museums of the country. I mean, they still have the broken obelisk up right outside the Rothko Chapel. Unfortunately, the Cy Twombly uh, uh, room was closed. I visited last time I was there in 2017. It was closed this time around for renovations. Uh, but the Nikki Descent Fall Show, which is up right now at the the Manila, is really incredible. If you can make it to Houston, I highly recommend it. You know, I have to go to Dallas this week, but I'm not sure if I'm not sure if I can make a, a stop in Houston. Uh, we will see. Well, uh, I would like to. You're missing out, bud. It's a, it's a little bit of a schlep, you know. You just have to you have to take a little crop duster over. Um, mm -hmm. And what's next? Are you guys are you guys cutting through like New Mexico, or how are you going to get out of Texas to California? Well, after Austin, we're going to Marfa. Can't can't miss Marfa. And then from Marfa, we're going to Las Cruces, New Mexico, uh, of which I know nothing about except for it's close to White Sands, which. Uh, is going to be really cool. Uh, I feel like there's you know. a famous uh, San, uh, New Mexico-style Mexican food restaurant in Las Cruces, but, you know. There might be. I, I, I haven't done the, the food restaurant. But believe you me, Ben, we've been eating unbelievable food. Best, like, like, best, thing, be, be, best single dish you've had thus far. I know this is going to be a hard one. Oh, so tough. Um, man, uh, it's so crazy. Like, I'm thinking about grilled oysters I had in Atlanta. I'm thinking about this. Uh, you know, Gulf shrimp pasta I had in New Orleans. I'm Ooh. thinking about, uh, you know, just, you know, this Tex-Mex that I had last night in Houston. I mean, like, it's every meal, man. It's crazy. I saw a lot of chicken sandwiches happening somewhere. Yeah, the crab bisque that we got in Lafayette, Louisiana, was really incredible. Like, I it, love just, this it goes on and on. This is almost like a little bit of a honeymoon for you guys. I dig it. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly, you know, not a work trip, which is nice. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I highly recommend this as a kind of honeymoon sort of trip. It's sure beats just being on the beach, like reading some dumb book, you know. Well, I mean, to each their own. I wouldn't mind a beach. It is cold as tits here in fucking New York City. Oh, it's yeah, that's icy. Does. Like, it's the first guess, day back guess, to school. Everyone's freaking out. Was on, guess what the temperature was in New Orleans on New Year's Eve? Just guess. Se 76 degrees. 90 motherfucking degrees, man. It Ooh, was that's a little bit degrees. too hot. You know, I, I sweat easily, and it's humid down there in the swamp. It was hot. It was sweat in a t-shirt, and we were walking around the quarter. Got a little swampy, but hey, can't beat that. You have some You, you, you have some, some big-ass drinks down there? I'm drinking a Diet Coke at the moment. Well, I meant, I meant New Orleans. Do you have any of those like, like big kind of fruity things Lucy's in plastic drinking cups? Lucy's icy. A cherry icy. Cherry icy. That's America in a yeah. cup right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, well, I'm jealous. I've been stuck here. Well, I'm not stuck here, but I've been in New York City. It's cold. It's gray. Yeah. Winter is, is here. Is anything happening in New York, or is everyone just, just overcrowded out? 
everyone's pretty freaked out about the Omicron. I am not. I just, I mean, as I say, that'll probably like get really sick tomorrow. Uh, we just got back from Sag Harbor yesterday, uh-huh. um, enjoyed a little downtime, but it's like, it's like, it's gray, man. Like literally like, like straight yeah. up gray. I'm looking out the window. There's no leaves left on the trees. Everyone's mm. kind of huddled against the wind rushing across the, the fucking plazas uh of union square it's not fun but you know it is what it is and uh, i will be in dallas this week so that'll be nice um but i yeah, wouldn't well... i wouldn't mind a beach man i wouldn't mind a beach <laughs> i know i know there was a lot of i mean you, the, the best i'm not sure about the best part but i love scrolling through and seeing where different art world notables were spending their christmas and new year's holiday uh, mm-hmm. Lots of skiing going on this year. I think people are keeping it yeah. mostly domestic. It seemed like Friend a lot of Pod Bill Powers for skiing. Yeah, he was, he, he was he was screening in Utah. We a lot of people in Aspen. Aspen seemed like it was going off. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of champagne soaked lunches at Cloud Nine. Uh, Love it there in, in, in Highlands. Um, and then you know, obviously, same parts. I didn't see that much of our art world content from St. Paul's. I think people have realized that it's not always a good look to broadcast exactly where they I are know. in the state. I saw age. a few, a few you know, you, on some close friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, it was in the close yeah. friends, so I'm not going to blow them up. You know, you know who was very publicly just ripping it up uh, at the Eden Rock doing some live painting was uh, my friend and yours, Alec Monopoly. Yeah, he was just, oh my God. It's just him and Larry <laughs> hanging out at the Eden Rock. Like, are what's you, not to love? I might, I might, I might need to, to to join another fellowship to discuss the fact that I can't stop looking at Alec Monopoly's stories <laughs> on Instagram. Um, I mean, like him and Lindemann are besties now. I gotta well, the, like profile this guy. For I was gonna, I was gonna, like, seg- time, I was gonna right? seg, I was gonna segue into this. So I noticed by following Alec Monopoly, and, you know, in Instagram it shows you, uh, you know, the top mutual of yours or whatever who has liked a photo by someone, and Adam Lindemann all up on Alex's Instagrams, just liking oh, yeah. away, Bing Bing, double tap the heart, baby. <laughs> They were hanging out just a few weeks ago with Adam's mom, too. Adam's mom's a big fan. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I don't know. I mean, she's a man of really, really uh, sophisticated taste. Uh, right. I she's on the board it's of the Opera. I, I suppose so. I suppose so. <laughs> this, I, I want to do some digging. I want to investigate my own attraction to it as well as the world. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's basically he's basically an NFT come to life, right? Right, yeah. yeah, but he's been doing this. He's been on this tip for years, man. Well, this is, he's, like, he's like almost twenty years in the game. It's incredible. I know. Now, next to all these NFT jokers, he looks like fucking Picasso. Did like, you see how? You see how a bunch of these NFT guys got their pockets picked? Their uh, apes got I saw stolen. Something about that. Even that wasn't enough to make me click. Honestly, I'm just like so over it. Well, you know, like, you're good. you're enjoying all this fun, uh, this fun road trip. I've been a little That's bit true. more yeah, down. Li- I, I, I had a downtime. It was basically you know like a week and a half of Sundays of just kind of lazing about. Right, so I had right. a lot of time to investigate. And yeah, a bunch of these uh, a bunch of these NFT noobs uh, uh, got 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 uh, uh, succumbed to phishing attacks and clicked on links that ended up with them getting their wallets stolen, so to speak, so and getting sick. a bunch of their apes. So sick. And Love I it. am a hundred percent there for it. Love to see it all day Love long. You know, and people saying, "Oh my God, this is like my kid's college fund and my mortgage." I was like, "Bro, <laughs> you know, <laughs> buyer beware!" <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, man. Um, wow, wow. I yeah, uh, God, I I feel a little bad just just reveling in in in, in that. But honestly, like, just get out the game, dudes. Yeah. Get out. Do- did you do? Did you make? Are you, are you into New Year's resolutions? Did you make any resolutions for yourself, Nate? Uh, I mean, nothing really solid. I got some. I got some larger goals. I want to, you know, you know, pursue sort of 
bigger projects. I want to profile Alec Monopoly for Vanity Fair. For, for the print Vanity yeah. Fair with a cover oh, shot course. by yeah, Andy yeah, Leibovitz, yeah. obviously. Yeah, <laughs> 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 hope your editor doesn't listen to this. All in jest. Um, and uh, what about what about Dry January? Will you be partaking? You know what? Uh, uh, I'm going to be taking it more easy than usual. I think it's fair to say. So that's going to be a no from you, Doug. Yeah. I've decided to up my game. I mean, dry January is not enough. I've decided to go vegan for the month. How do you feel about that? You feel so deeply you won't even respond to me. Do you want to go no, vegan I, with me? Do you want to I, explore a plant-based diet for the month? Wow, that that sounds interesting. I could I could go pescatarian. Okay, you know, baby steps, I, baby I, steps. I it's I all can... about self-improvement. I don't, you, I know, don't... you know what? Are you going full vegan, Ben? Yeah, for a month. Why not? Fuck it. You're you're doing that right now. You're going full vegan right now. Yeah, yeah. Diving into wow. it. I got. You, 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 we're, we're running over. I got like a vegan meal uh, delivery downstairs. I got to pick up once we uh, once we press the end recording button. Wow, that's honestly inspiring, dude. Like, I'm I'm proud of you. Well, I mean, you're, let's see how far I make it. You know, before we, before we all get too okay, inspired. Right um anyway i think we're i think you're popping in between cell towers so uh i don't have anything that pressing we'll save it for either later in the week or next week we do have coming up just after this uh our friend ellie ryan's oh my god we have an incredible guest today she's a proprietor of 56 henry gallery uh she's curated a lot of shows at other institutions she's also just the heartbeat of downtown new york in so many ways uh so i'm really excited to get into that and that's going to be coming up right after this hey ellie rhines hello good morning good afternoon what's going on nate ellie, freeman not too much ellie how did it take you this long to get on nota bene i feel like you were scheduled to come on months ago i was waiting for the invitation well it's the time has come this is it i'm glad you guys made this new year's resolution it really was top of our resolutions. We was like, we need to get Ellie Ryan. It's actually Nate who was like, what the fuck are we doing? What's wrong with her? Yeah, lives? I know. Seriously. <laughs> Ellie, where are you right now? I'm in Sunset Tower in Los Angeles. Ooh, Great. chic. Yes, very. But the restaurant closes at like uh, 10 p.m. on, um, no, 8 p.m. on Sundays. But it's good. Well, it is L.A. I, I mean, yeah. people eat early. Yeah. Did you have it? the ice cream sundae? Not yet. I'm waiting for you to get here. No ice cream sundaes for me, man. I was in Palm Springs, and then we just spent a couple days in L.A., and then I'm going back to New York tomorrow. Nice. We in Palm Springs for New Year's? L.A. for New Year's. Chic. What'd you do? Um, <laughs> we didn't do anything. It was like, a, I don't know. It was nothing. Define who's we. What did you do? <laughs> Therese. Oh, we have Therese there. Right there. She's hiding. <laughs> but we had to do what we did in all of 2021, which is share a bed the whole time. <laughs> You are sharing a bed. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Scandalous. So, yeah. So we were in Palm Springs with her family and then we came to L.A. And then we saw Edgar Bryan, the artist, and his son and went to Paul Schimmel's house. Fun. And yeah, L.A. is fun right now. But I'm excited to get back to New York because I had Omicron. So I haven't been like in New York City really since like the, I don't know, like 14th or something. I feel so left out. You both had Omicron and I didn't. It's amazing. I feel so hopped up on antibodies. I've never felt better. Yeah, you're like fucking woman of steel right now, as is Nate. I'm, I'm going he's a, real he's a man America of steel. Right now. Where, where, where are you, Nate Freeman? 
Well, I mean, we just discussed this in the intro to the, the podcast that we just recorded, Ben. So. Oh, yeah, that's of, of course, of course. All I know is that Nate is driving. We'll get into it. We'll, we will have gotten into it. <laughs> the timeline's all fucked up on me. I've been blue-pilled, not red-pilled. Um, anyway, Ellie, you're, you're wearing... We you again, since that was the recorded part. You're wearing a Hazleton sweatshirt. Are you recently out of rehab? No, <laughs> no Ben. You don't know what that is? That is, that is an art piece. It's Cynthia Talmadge merchandise. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we have all the luxury rehabs. So I've got Hazelton, McLean, Promises, and Sierra Tucson. Uh, can I order a collection of these? Yeah, of course. What size do you want? Uh, medium, just because I'm aspirational in my clothing buying. Medium. All right. Yeah. I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> you always do. <laughs> <laughs> At least the queen of sending invoices before you really officially confirmed your buying something. You're like, well, I guess I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I think That's it's a key to request. your success. <laughs> You can blame Bitcoin or Ethereum too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't hold any of those currencies. Do, do you, Ali? Do you guys really accept uh, 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 tokens for purchase? Yeah, of course. I've been buying the dip. Who was the last person to pay in Bitcoin or Ethereum? We also started day trading at fifty six Henry because people always come in and ask us for artist recommendations. <laughs> so we ask them which stocks they're investing in, and then Era writes it down. And then when they leave, we go on Robinhood. I mean, is this legal to use gallery funds for this? Yeah, we're setting up. Uh, we're going to be the first gallery to IPO. Um, I believe that. <laughs> Talk about bootstrapping <laughs> it as it is. You, you're still in the garage. You started the company in, so to speak. Um, no, but really, but I, I want to know this. Has gonna... anyone actually ever paid in Ethereum or Bitcoin? Yeah. What's the largest transaction you've accepted in a digital currency? I don't know if I can say that on the air. Okay. Well, how many, di- how many digits did it have in dollars before, <laughs> um... before the decimal point? One, two, three, four, five digits. Okay, so that's, that's a great. real transaction. What's the largest cash payment you've ever received? Oh, I'm absolutely not saying <laughs> that, but I will be. You can fly with any amount of cash from um, domestically. So I'll be heading back to New York tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it a carry-on or a check situation? Oh, carry-on, of course, but it's nice for LAX because there's a bunch of people that are going to Vegas. You just blend in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, amazing. We're renovating. I signed on a second space. I'm breaking the news on your podcast. You're renovating the space? Or is that what we you got said? a second space on Henry Street. Oh, that's Whoa. great. Oh, uh, just next door or down the street? 105 Henry. When are you going to try and open that up? I don't know. I went, we signed the lease and I checked it out in December. And then I was like, whoa. And then you, then you caught Omnicron. And you're like, I guess I can't deal with it now. I was like, oops. <laughs> well, I was hit by a car the day I signed the lease of 56 Henry. And I can't say I wasn't uh, kind of wandering in the street after this lease signing. It's a lot more intensive a renovation than I realized. But it's a great location. It's a corner spot. Will you be doing some of the work yourself or do you contract it all out? Of course. I'm going to get a hammer and get into it. I can see that with your hair up the way it is right now and kind of a, a Rosie the Riveter-esque uh, situation. Yeah, after all those holiday parties, I can't really see anyone for a couple of weeks anyways. Got to slim down. Um, did you go to a lot of holiday parties, even though you had yeah, the only problem? Were you a super spreader? <laughs> every holiday party I could go to, I went to. Um, no, I was testing myself all the time. I've gone through three boxes of 25 rapid tests, which means that I've done 75 rapids. Well, you, you're, you're pretty good at hookup for the, for the rapid tests, I hear. One of your other bus- lines of business. <laughs> I'm a hotshot businesswoman. 
Um, you are. Um, fifty six Henry. How long has that space been open now? Time blends together and has no meaning to me. What year did you open that space? Twenty fourteen, maybe. No, like, maybe twenty sixteen. Okay, so still like five years, like half a decade. Before that, I think it's been longer than five years, maybe six or seven. Wow, Cynthia, it's her third exhibition at the gallery, and she's kind of like a lodestar for the for the program, right? Like, absolutely, it was her birthday yesterday. Oh yeah, would you get her? It was. Um, she got a bunch of piglets. Well, Kevin got her a bunch of little piglets to hang out with in her studio. Like small baby uh, pigs, like actual pigs. Yeah, little piglets that visit. You get to just is that legal? Can you just buy piglets? You can rent them. Oh, so you don't have to deal with them once they get big. Then they just go. Then they go to meet their maker and become the bacon. Incredible. Yeah, because lots of times you try to get a baby pig and then it grows into larger. It's kind of like this scam that happens. So you can only really do the rental thing. It's like an Uber for little baby pig. I should have thought of that honestly. They're really making bank. I have no idea if you're being serious or joking right now, and I don't care. I mean, totally serious. Did you have any New Year's resolutions, Ellie? So many. Do you think you're going to get on TikTok for New Year's? No, that wasn't I... that wasn't one of mine. <laughs> I could see like my predictions for 2022 is that Ben Godsell is going to get on TikTok. I mean, do you, do I think, you think I'll be like a micro celebrity? I just think that it's like something that I'm finding increasingly challenging to resist and it makes me feel really old. I kind of have enough obsessions and things that eat into my time. I'm not sure if I need another application on my phone to do as such. I like your Twitter account. Shh, that's a secret. That's where the real me comes out to play. We don't talk about that. <laughs> that's uh, you know, that, that that's where I can I can say all the shit that I, is even too controversial to say on the podcast. Because guess what? No one but dorks is on Twitter, so it's great. It's totally free. <laughs> Nate's not really on Twitter anymore. I mean, he is, but. He doesn't. You don't. You don't engage so much anymore, Nate, on the dialogue, do you? I, I can't really get in too much trouble on that thing, unfortunately. Condé Nast uh, policy you signed is fairly restrictive. It, it doesn't really let you. I, I, I'm not gonna say anymore, actually. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you can't even talk about it. It's like Fight Club. I've always found Twitter to be just sort of like a really angry space that I don't like. You know, sort of diving into all the time. You know. I guess I'm a small little angry man, so it works for me. I prefer to air out my dirty laundry on on podcasts rather than yeah. Yeah, that's true. And you're you're more of a public figure than I am. I mean, people would come after you. I mean, you have a you already have a soapbox. You don't need like Mm -hmm. the micro soapbox of 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 Twitter. Ellie, are you're not very prolific on the Twitter, are you? You're just lurking. I just do it sometimes. I'll tweet like Pajmina. Like just the one (laughs) word, Pajmina. Do you have any style resolutions for the coming year? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna try to travel more, like regional kind of travel. Like I want to go to more museums in the Midwest, like different areas and that kind of thing to work on that. And then um, Al Freeman has a show opening in Stad in the end of the month, so I might go to Stad for the fourth time in my life. Only the fourth time? <laughs> I've spent so much time in Stad. I really know it inside out. <laughs> Stad is kind of kind of uh, happening right now. I feel like a lot of people are, are in Stad or in the Saint Moritz. I can't tell. Josie Nash is there. Um, That's true. And then, but I think more people go to Saint Moritz because you can actually like ski there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to travel more and then I'm working on the second space and picking up a few artists and that kind of thing. What, what was the, what was the new space before you took it over? Cause I've walked by there all the time because you know, I lived across from you. 
it's it near David Fairman's space. space. It's like it's next to Leo's gallery. So it's like where Leo no gallery um, and but the Alex gallery. Oh, my gosh, I'm blanking on the name of it right now. But there are three galleries right there. So there's like a little cluster. And then you walk further and you get to um, situations and fear men. Mm-hmm. And then Jack's gallery is the next block over. Jack is moving to Tribeca. Oh, I don't. I, I'm so out of the loop. Jack, who I've never heard of any of these galleries except for situations and firemen. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> well, maybe you can come down to Chinatown sometime, Benjamin. Next time you go to Woo's, it's two blocks from Woo's. Okay. Just tell All you, right. It's two blocks from Woo's. It's, it's okay, right that, there. I, that I can manage. That I can manage. Yeah, perfect. Two blocks from Woo's. I you buy. For, I buy from Ellie, but I don't. Vis- I don't visit you as much as I should. Ellie, can we have all the uh, opening dinners at Woo's? Two paintings this year, Ben. Last year, so then three paintings this year. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you already invoicing me? <laughs> yeah. I'll just send you a sampling. I could just give you an assortment, and then you could just open them up in a few years and be so delighted that you've got the best emerging talents of New York City. Wow. Wow. Um, who, do you have, who in you... Stad is giving Al a show? Patricia Lowe. Of course. Oof. Yeah. Wow. So she wanted to be like a bathhouse, but now she's doing it more like Swiss themed. So she made this really great nameplate necklace that says Princess. Um, are you very close with Miss Lowe? I can see you guys being simpatico. I like her a lot, but I'm not particularly close I'd with I'd like her. to see you guys grow closer on this trip. If I had a hope for this particular endeavor, I'd like to see you um, really come under her wing. I sure hope so. Um, She's kind of intense, right? Super intense. Yeah. <laughs> I think I wrote about her in the column like like a year or two ago. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think she didn't like it. Yeah, that all tracks to me. Both yeah. you not remembering and her not liking both makes yeah. absolute sense to me. But but she's a legend. Nothing but respect. Yeah. No, I think it'll be really great. And then there's um, an Ashley Bickerton show that I helped organize. It's opening at Lehman Maupin. I wanted to ask about that. How did that come, how did that come about? That collaboration with both Ashley and with Lehman Maupin? It was Alva Stux's idea. Um, so Ashley hasn't had a solo show with them for a while. So it's going to be new work for these Ocean Chunk series That's that are great. really fantastic and ethereal. And um, so, yeah, it'll be new work that's shipped from Bali. And Ashley's going to actually come to town for the show, which is fantastic. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I haven't seen him in years. I think the last time I saw him was I was with you in, in Montauk, Ellie. Yeah, I think time? so. That was the Ja Rule year. Yeah. <laughs> We the hung out with Ashley Montauk. It, well, it was the Ja Rule summer, to be more accurate. <laughs> but it was the summer that we were hanging out with Ja Rule all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. Ashley did a talk with Keith Sonye and Tripp at... Uh, exactly. That's exactly where, where we saw him. Yeah. yeah. Ashley's a chiller. That's when we had the princess bedroom. He is a chiller, but his health has been a little bit challenged, I think, recently. He's having very... Um, yeah, he has, he's been diagnosed with ALS, so the health is very challenging. Oh, that yeah. sucks because he was such an active, like, surf dude, you know. I know. Man of the world. Um, his mind is still pretty incredible and sharp. Like, he's very unique talent and totally has his own way yeah, of I mean, thinking, seen in his own language. So, I'm really excited for the exhibition. Now, you've done a number of collaborations with, I would say, bigger or more established galleries. Like, you did a pop up within a space that was someone else's in Christoph. Chelsea recently. Yeah. Whose space was that? Christoph Vendor? Yeah. That seemed like an interesting and honestly, like kind of mind blowing collaboration. In that, I just can't picture those you and Christoph in the same space. I mean, maybe I should. How did that happen? Like Grimes and Elon Musk. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. 
Is, is there another? Is, is, is there another sort of announcement you want to make on the pod, Ellie? <laughs> you and Elon, you that would be expanding great. Expanding in a different way. <laughs> no, but really, how did how did how did you and Christoph come to decide that you do a pop up in a space of his? Well, Stefania knew <clears throat> knows Christoph from like early Gagosian days. Right. They've been close for a long time, and then Stefania is always really smart with those things and is always mentoring me. And <laughs> and she was kind of right that it's like you want to have it be like actually like disruptive where you want to have like it's much more interesting for Christoph and I do something where he's like extremely uptown and I'm extremely downtown pretty much I think as like far as you would put it with like <laughs> the different um, ends of the spectrum and so yeah he has the space in Chelsea He's really intrigued by everything that's going on in like the super contemporary emerging sphere. And um, so, yeah, so we did the David Roy show together, which we then launched the Rockets. Nate was there for the rocket launch. I was. You couldn't make it there because of marathon traffic, but we'll talk about that later. True story. It'll be reflected in a lack of discount for your next <laughs> <laughs> Um There was so, no marathon yeah, traffic. Kind of had the space and he's been like really supportive and he buys from the program that kind of thing i didn't realize that you have a lot of people that are like really deep deeply committed to your program at least it seems like from the outside you have people that buy from just about every show right yeah it's kind of like there are probably like 10 or 15 people that are really super supportive so like you go to their house and it's mostly 56 henry artists patrons or patronesses as we would call them patrons and patronesses yeah um that's pretty cool. How did you, I mean, what did you do? But how did you develop those relationships? Did they come from before you opened the gallery or subsequently, like they just heard about you, started stopping by and having conversations? I didn't really like know that many collectors when I opened the gallery, which was kind of a mistake. I worked at Craig Star and I worked at, I like had like internships and that kind of thing. It said the Bees and Christie's and all that stuff. And I also worked at Nodler. That's right. Of course you that. did explains a lot <laughs> and um so yeah i guess that like a lot of it was kind of figuring out my price point so i started selling work for like under a thousand dollars that kind of thing so that people could sort of get engaged and then they would kind of i feel like it's sort of saying where like a lot of people kind of work for 56 henry so like, someone like would buy something for like a thousand dollars and then tell their friends about it and that kind of thing and then building it from there and now I'm lucky that I've got some like really loyal people. Some of them are in LA, that kind of thing. I mean, it's really hard to support a gallery and a lifestyle on thousand dollar artworks. I would think. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ellie, especially your kind of lifestyle. <laughs> I recall the old fifty five Gansevoort days. You know, yeah. how did you find that space? And like, what I mean, because that was kind of a crazy thing. It was just like a tiny little like storefront. I mean, it wasn't even like yeah, it was a little storefront, yeah. like in the in the heart of the meatpacking district when the meatpacking district meant something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the meatpacking district meant anything then. It was kind of past its prime. It was still like mostly like nightclubs. Yeah, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, but but how did you find that space? And no, how, but it was, was kind of nice that it's like there wasn't like meatpacking wasn't so like special anymore. It had just kind of gotten like bottle servicey. The only time I went was for, was for your openings, and every time I go, I would be like, "Wow, I'm back at the meatpacking district." Again. Yeah, where now you go for the Whitney, and there's like some better restaurants yeah. and stuff, and you've got pastis that's like open across the way. But yeah, I just was walking by. I wanted to just find a teeny tiny space 
and there was like a snow cone vendor out there. So I was like, yeah, well, this will work. <laughs> it was pretty idiotic. It's an old Romanoff mansion. That place. Really? Yeah. I think you just made that up. <laughs> no, it is. Because I'd have to climb up to the top. I had like, I had to access it in these really roundabout ways because it was pretty much just an elevator shaft and it would get robbed all the time, but nobody would steal the art. <laughs> What did they take? Like snow cones? There was like a Nauman book that I bought for Aeneas that was stolen one time. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, this was like a $120 book. <laughs> it stole a Nauman book? Yeah. <laughs> but not the art. Okay, got it. But not the art. So yeah, I had that for a few years. And I liked this kind of idea where what it was is that the artist could do something like really focused. And I could just kind of work with whoever I wanted to work with because I wasn't asking them to do that much. Like, and you could be a little bit last minute about it. And then now the artists are kind of like starting to make work on like a larger scale, that kind of thing. So it's necessary for me to get a second space. Yeah. So that they can develop properly. But it has been cool to have this like flexibility where the artists can like, the artists that I represent, they all do shows at a lot of different venues. How many artists are on your roster? That you represent i think eight that many yeah i don't that's know right <laughs> you can go to the website benjamin well no i'm saying that's a lot of i mean can you do you have a website um that's like a lot of a testimonial section that's a lot i'm of on there good i'm on the testimonials right yeah i would it's imagine like me and max who else is on there yeah Why testimonials I explain what this is i'm, I'm confused <laughs> like a yelp review oh yeah i love it I like about how great your dentist is. <laughs> <laughs> the testimonies are important. I think people are, are wondering whether they should buy art, and then they see me and Max saying how great you are, and then they buy the art. Yeah, then they're like, like okay, cool. I'll respond yeah. to that email with that invoice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nate is a journalist. Is there an ethical quandary there? No, no, no not at all. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> There's no, there was no, no payola situation. Um, so what do you guys talk about in this podcast? You just kind of chit chat, or do you ever get into it? Well, we're getting into it. Why the <laughs> no, fuck are you, I mean, why, Ellie? Why are you an art dealer? Like, why of all the things you could be with your personality and your um, kind of uh, intense, intense drive? Like, why did you start out deciding to sell thousand dollar artworks in a tiny space first in the meatpacking district and then in Chinatown? <laughs> You want to get into it, like what? What's what? You know what? what what's the drive? What's the point? Every day, I don't know. I really like my job. I get to travel. I love looking at art. That's like what I do most of the time. I feel like ninety percent of what I do is just looking at a ton of art, and then the rest of the stuff is like pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's the real answer. You get to be around art. You found a way to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why I do it. I get to like be around art. Get to travel. Get to see things. If I'm number three on the standby list for my Delta flight tomorrow for um, Delta one, and there's six seats remaining, how likely do you think it is that I'll get on? How many hours out are you? Um, Like, I don't know, like 14. I think you have pretty good odds in my experience. I'm not a Delta guy, but because especially right now, because of Omicron, a bunch of business trips are getting canceled. So the type of people that would usually buy a last minute ticket that would eat up those seats that you see available aren't yeah. going to be taking those flights. So I think you have oh, a better than 50-50 chance. Oh, wow. If, the fl- if your flight itself isn't canceled. <laughs> That's true. There is that variable. <laughs> so, you know. 
<laughs> what are you gonna do uh, on your last night in LA? <clears throat> I'm meeting up with this collector, Artie Nelson. Oh wow! Um, he has a gallery in Tony in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to I'm visiting a few collectors today. I was seeing some artists yesterday. As an artist for the past two days, I'm seeing collectors today, and we're going to Chispaca. I know you guys talk uh, like talking about food. Yeah, a really good Italian restaurant, Chispaca tonight for dinner. The menu for you. Um, have you ever listened to, to the podcast, Ellie? Yeah, of course. Okay, it's all I listen to. Um, what did you guys do last night for dinner? Um, last night I met up with Laura Bickford and Sean, who works at the gallery, is also staying at Sunset Tower. Does so Sean still work, work for the gallery? Huh? Does Sean still work for the gallery? Yeah, when he behaves. Okay. Good. I mean, what are you paying? I mean, your employees are staying at the Sunset Tower. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take a look at your books, young lady. <laughs> we took it easy, and Paul Schimmel made dinner for all of us the other night, which was lovely. He's quite the gourmand. Yes, he is. Although a slimmed down Paul Schimmel. Yeah. A svelte. Tom, uh, Very Tom. good food. Um, he is looking very svelte. These what days. did he make? What did he make you guys for dinner? A coco bomb. Oh. Wow. Yeah, quite impressive. He um, makes so, a cocktail too. Ellie, you think I should get on TikTok in the new year? Do you have any New Year's resolutions for Nate? No, yeah, I'm just kind of like wondering if you'll get on TikTok. Like I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, it's not my suggested resolution for you. It's my general prediction for what's going to happen in 2022. So it's like Ben Godsell will get on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if figurative painting will remain at the forefront so much. I'm really ready for figurative painting to kind of end. I'm pretty tired of it. I want all abstraction. Well, yes. I, I think everyone is. And I think if you could buy abstraction futures, it would be a pretty smart bet. That's I don't mean true. financial bet. I just mean like if you wanted to like have some engagement in what's going to happen in the coming year. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, people are really ready for that. I think there's going to be one so show where everyone's like, it's like, this is it. Like, we did yeah. it. Like, this is the abstract. This is what we buy now. It's, it's got to be one. I don't know what the show is going to be. But it's Look forward to a show that I'm curating in Mexico City in May of 2022. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's cool. There'll be more. Yeah. I mean, if I get my act together, I should probably start sending out the asking emails to all these artists. Are you um, asking Reinhardt? Wow. At Reinhardt? No. Reinhardt. Um, <laughs> who's, what, who's, it? who's in the show that you're curating? I, I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. We'll see. Well, let's figure it out right now. Yeah, I'm make, right no, no, I don't, this maybe is, some some like, Talmadge and some Al Freeman, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. that sound great? We'll see. Well, I'm not sure if I could get a Cynthia Talmadge. You know, she is heavily in demand, an impossible artist to get. Some say her her career trajectory will much be like Anna Wyant's. <laughs> I mean, not in the romantic way. I mean, in the in the actual like career <laughs> way. Never dated Nate. Uh, right, <laughs> her loss, no doubt. Um, what are you excited for show wise? What are you, what are you opening up the the new season with in the old space? Um, so Fabrizio Arietta, who there's a painting of his behind. Oh, I like this painting behind me. Is that who that is? Yeah, he's really fantastic. He's a Costa Rican artist. And um, I'm I'm being uh, slight, but I actually really do like this painting. There's something that's kind of like nice and glossy about them. It looks great. I bought it off an image and I had it wrapped up and um, uh, a a work uh, had to go to, I had to loan out to a museum show left. and I was like, oh, what do I put here? I unwrapped this and I was like, oh, this is a really nice painting that Ellie encouraged me to buy. That Ellie invoiced me before I knew what it was, and like I'm really yeah. happy. As usual, I'm really happy that she did. 
I'm trying to think of how I can take a screen grab of this. You're just making beeping sounds go on the recording, Ellie. Oh, there we go. Here, I'll get I'll get a better. I'll give you the full view. I think that one got it. Um, um, so yeah, so I'm excited for Fabrizio Arietta's show. Um, I think that's going to be really cool. And then um, an artist, Google Zabazon, who is how do I do this? Or three right, screenshot. What are you yeah. doing? Command Control Four or something. I want to take a picture of the Fabrizio behind you. I've got. You're killing me with the beeps, the poor listeners. I, have to, yeah, I don't like Ask to spend Therese my time. a screenshot. I don't like to Therese spend my time knows. editing. <laughs> Will you take a screenshot then and send it to me? <laughs> um, and you said you're interested in traveling to more regional museums. Do you have anything booked on the schedule? No, not yet. Maybe so the Mint Museum in North Carolina because they might be acquiring the Cynthia Talmadge room that's currently at fifty six hundred. You better get over and see that show, otherwise it's I'm. It's amazing, Ben. You have to I go will, see it. I will. I will come. This is it up this week. Yeah, and I get back from LA tomorrow, and we can go to Huayuan for lunch, which is really good Chinese food. I'm not eating anything right now. I'm on a starvation okay, diet. The yeah. Mint Museum is very cool, Ellie. Yeah, they just acquired a work of Lakila, so I'm going to go over there. That's um, great. So uh, yes, I have some recs for for North Carolina for you. Okay, anything. good. I love that my, airport my with the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Last couple of questions. I'm wondering, so, Ellie, if you were to talk to yourself, but at a younger age, let's say 25, well, you're only 25 now, 22-year-old Ellie, what would you tell her about life, about work, about art? Gosh, I don't know. I'm not someone that, like, reflects that much. I'm just always kind of thinking about the next thing. But it's good for you. I want you to. What okay, have you learned? Good. I've never seen you at a loss for words before. This is incredible. <laughs> you wanted to get into it. Come on, spill the beans. I mean, I guess I probably would have just like spent more money. I was always so yeah. nervous about like saving money. Like I really try to be good about like advancing the artist if they need an advance, like that kind of situation. And so I've only really learned how like Sam Moyer and Stefania kind of like taught me how to spend money because before I was just always used to being like really thrifty. And so I think that I probably would have just like, I don't know, lived in the gallery for last time and like sure. bought more expensive wine and like trusted that it would all work out. I would have like read the secret and been like, oh, money will flow to me. Um, you don't still live in the gallery now? No. <laughs> oh, wow. You have your own apartment and everything? Oh, yeah. Big time. But my apartment's so tiny. So that's why I need to travel a lot. Well, you know, you're pretty small, so it's okay. Um that's that's all i mean i have so many questions for you but i think that kind of sums it up so yeah i guess i would have been like a little bit more like i would have taken more risks like financially with stuff okay you hear that and young people like whatever if i feel take fail, more risks yeah always I think, I think it's impossible for you to fail i'm really excited for the new space do you think you'll get it up like by by summer or is it like a really intense oh, yeah definitely I'm gonna go wow. in there with a hammer on Wednesday. <laughs> if I if I come see the show this week, will you take me and show me the show me where the space is? Yeah, of course I will. I would be delighted to, and just bring like a hard hat, bring a helmet, bring a Viking you, helmet. You wouldn't I'm expect really good this. At, at... I, I'm very handy, really. Me too, Ellie. I'm well, gonna build your gallery. Proving it. <laughs> I helped Aaron build that new bar next to Dr. Clark. I can do anything. Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's going to be really great. I'm really excited about the renovation. And I just really can't wait until we can start traveling. I kind of think that we're on like the tail end of all of this COVID stuff. Totally. Like, I just feel like everyone's gotten it and it's been like pretty light, thankfully. And I'm like, kind of 
I think it's going to be really awesome once we can like travel more easily. Yeah, this getting is the last over... bit of it burning out. I feel yeah, like. getting Omicron and having no symptoms was was really eye opening. Yeah. Do you think you're going to move back to New York? Am I what? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder like all these people that have moved like upstate and that kind of stuff of them like once things are like totally open again if they're gonna be like okay sayonara once they're really i have yeah. to go to an office in in manhattan it's actually in the world trade center so yes i will be back in new york ellie you, you've been the best guest ever we love you very much ellie i hope you'll come back on yeah go to bed out <laughs>